everybody. Uh, this is Rough Stuff, the podcast where we invite comedians and friends on to tell embarrassing stories about their childhood. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Bridget Greenberg, and I have fainted from smoking weed twice in my life. <laughs> uh, and I'm your other co-host, Sarah Griffith. I was there for that. And uh, I um, one time rolled down my window and threw up out outside of my car while I was driving it. That's fun. And uh, with us is our guest comedian, Vanessa Gridden. Hi. I once accidentally waxed off the popular girl's eyebrow at a sleepover. Oh, my God. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Completely. I wanted her like me. Like, I, oh. I wanted to make friends that day, and I did not. You made oh, an enemy no. that day, my I friend. Clean, clean off? Like, clean off had to get picked up early because no one wanted to talk to me. Clean off. Because oh. <laughs> I put it. I was like cleaning up the top part because we were uh-huh. like, let's do makeovers. Oh, and no. then the wax like gooped down at some <gasps> point. So when I put the strip on, like just the oh. whole thing off. Ouch. Oh. For one. Yeah. How was your relationship with her after that? Not great? I mean, we've spoken like once since high school and we like laughed. But all throughout high school, it was just open Real hostility. Tense. Just yeah. open hostility and tense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like even... That's anyone. Even if it wasn't the popular girl, like yep. anybody would probably. Be I bad will about have it. to say, you maybe deserved it a little bit, a little bit, because uh, now yeah. I was an adult. That was that was an accident, and I will give you that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I think if the shoe was on the other foot, scorched earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Over. I maybe this is me and my breed of human, but I would be too polite to actually fully get mad and just be like. Okay. Uh, and just oh like, yeah, I know that. Which are like I, tears rolling in my eyes. I was like, it's fine. Um, I can just color it back in, and it'll go back. And I, it's <laughs> like not a big deal. Mom, can you pick me up? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I, I I fully in that situation would be yeah. too polite to get actually mad. But no, it's that's bad. Uh, that is bad. I mean, to be fair, it was a free eyebrow waxing from a fourteen-year-old. So what we're that's true. Why yeah. yeah. you girls had access a, to wax to begin right, with is right. their first mistake. I feel like every girl or at least like in your school you had one bad makeover story where you've gotten into your mom's like yep your mom's makeup and like grooming stuff and you just did something real bad uh i yeah i i tweezed off my eyebrows pretty much like i just had like a line at one point and they're like why didn't you ask to go get waxed i was like 15 it would have been appropriate right right it was yeah. like I wanted to do it myself. Yeah. I, the magazine made it seem easy. And yeah. this is no, the closest Gen- thing I have to Gen autonomy. Gen Z has right. no idea how good they have it with the YouTube makeup tutorials. Yes. Like those kind of became popular when I was in college. And like I literally yeah. was like I had no idea that wearing like green eyeshadow, like, for example, was mm. actually um, disgusting and <laughs> ugly and it looks bad on me. Like yeah. I had no idea until this nice lady told me how to do my makeup with this Urban Decay palette or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like contouring wasn't a thing when I was no. in high school. Oh, like perfectly no. lined lips, no. Like I grew <laughs> up in Orange County, and I grew up in the area where like the only makeup things that we were all doing was foundation that was like four shades lighter right. and <laughs> mac eyeliner over a lighter oh, yeah, until that's... it's like nice and warm and smudgy. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And they're just everywhere. See, I was such a tomboy that I never wore makeup until college. Mm. But I had friends and maybe some of the most traumatizing experiences of my life of like, we're going to strap you down and put makeup on you. And that is like, the worst I don't feeling. Want this. And then they like would force me and then I would be the one being like, uh, well, they did this. And I felt really uncomfortable because it's all your friends being like, you're not you need right. Help. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it, yeah. it felt terrible. It was traumatizing. That's my bullying story. One of my <laughs> very best friends, like to this day, this girl's like a sister to me. Like the first time that we hung out, it was kind of one of those things like, 
like freshman year where mm-hmm. we're all on the same floor yeah. or whatever. And so like our doors are all open because we're, you know, going in between each other rooms. What are you wearing? And like kind of like getting together communally, you know, like a coven basically. <laughs> um, and so I was like doing my hair and she was like, do you want me to do your hair for you? And I was like, oh, um, yes. <laughs> and then I started doing my makeup and she goes, do you want me to do your makeup? <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was like, okay, um, fuck you, but yes, thank you for helping uh, me out here. It feels other people doing your makeup who are not like HMU makeup artist always feels very judgy. Yeah. Like it never, yeah. it never feels good. It's, they're always like, this is what you have. These are the colors you have. Oof. And like, or, or yeah. like, or like, so where's your concealer? Like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, expand. It? What do you mean? You never clean your brushes? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you have three and they've never been washed. And I'm like, yeah. They work. That's bad. Is, is that, that bad? not good? Is that bad? These are Elf brand from yeah. Target. They were a dollar. Is that bad? Is it bad that there's three bristles like on this brand, like three <laughs> strands of hair left on this brush? I had pink like eye last semester, but it's it's okay now, right? Like this is fine. <laughs> this is great. Um, I only this year learned that makeup has an expiration date, like right on the bottle, and had not a clue. I know that and choose to forget that fact i think like every time someone brings it up i'm like oh right i didn't even know what it looked like and like how it was listed like i yeah. thought it was like food where it just say like consume by da, da, da. what's gonna happen <laughs> like I mean, I mean you can get like an eye infection yeah there's that yeah yeah okay well that is the, that is the one thing that i am kind of conscious on makeup is that like i don't want my eyes to be gross but that's just eye makeup then. So like foundation, you're good. Yeah, that's true. Oh, fuck. I'll wear the same foundation for 30 yeah. goddamn years. Yep. I don't give a fuck. Well, this is very specific. Oh. <laughs> um, so Vanessa, tell us, let's uh, oh, broaden our audience now. Yes. Um, what, if you had to define like an awkward phase mm-hmm. stage in your life, where would that land? Where do you think that would land? I feel like it hasn't ended. Right. Of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely would say like uh, my first two, three years of high school were Ooh. the most Those uncomfortable years of my life because that because I didn't really care what right. anybody thought before yeah. that but then all of the caring happened in those times because my <laughs> yeah, high school yeah, was because yeah. it was also a really small high school i was a graduating yeah. class of 30 kids oh so whoa. we all knew each other really well yeah. we had yeah. known each other since we were all like eight years old uh so they i couldn't like come right. to a new high school and be like hey this is who i am now they're like we still remember who you were yeah. oh, oh no I, you don't get that fresh start no nope. i had a similar thing where oh, it was not that small. It was 97 mm. kids, but it was still like, it was the Jewish population of Miami. So we all knew each other and we mm. all grew up together and like our parents knew each other and like everybody. That's so, brutal. Like, yeah. You couldn't have like a big, like growing up change of who you were yeah. to like start anew because everyone's like, no, we've known you since you were a baby. You've always been this yeah, way. We remember yeah. when you yeah. peed your pants in fifth grade or like right. whatever. And yeah. Like, yeah. You can never like just move on from who you were exactly until later. Uh, then like, what was your scene? during that time like how did you move around in high school i bounced around a lot okay uh, you were like, like it's one good of i think that's healthy though especially like between the last two years i did a whole mess of bouncing around because i had yeah. the friends that i'd known since i was like eight years old and then i made friends with a group of guys that were we didn't even really talk to each other in school we would just meet by the same train tracks and smoke cigarettes nice. <laughs> and just that's put pennies cool. on the tracks awesome. and like that was our friendship cool, cool. and then as we got older uh for some reason i was just like adamant about like not smoking weed which i started when i was 22 and yeah. just hit 
yeah. hit the ground running. Yeah, the later you are with that, I feel like the, the more the intense. Harder, yeah. It is it was all of my friends in high school that were very much like, I am not smoking marijuana who are now the biggest potheads. Yeah, yeah like the I'm a big pothead. old pothead yeah. and I didn't smoke weed throughout all of high school, but all of my friends did to so like that was our hangout. We'd do yeah. train tracks or we'd do like skate park and that God, was like fucking after school. Cool. Cool. Can I just say <laughs> you're really cool? <laughs> I was just like a grammy little weirdo that was just like I can't skate but I'll like hang out and do my homework yeah. and uh, <laughs> not cool anymore Sorry. not cool yeah, anymore there. Yeah. and then like for a very brief like almost teenage comedy taste of time I like I want to say like the year before I graduated high school kind of got like recruited into like the oh. popular girls group. I don't, oh. I don't, I think it's cause Congrats. I like lost a bunch of waiter that summer and I discovered a flat iron oh, okay. that yeah. they were just kind of like, you look like us now. <laughs> you look like us now. Now we have this one. And I yeah. didn't really think anything of it other than like, Oh, they're nice to me now. Right. And that lasted for about eight months yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. before it crashed and burned <laughs> in a spectacular fashion when uh, like all things during high school where my best friend, and like the Regina Georges of that group best friend <laughs> yeah. uh, got into a tiff over a boy. And then I was persona non grata, uh, right. which, which wow. is actually kind of great. Because then my last year of high school, I was just like, eh. Yeah, you didn't care. Okay. <laughs> well, wow. You like what a plot of a movie you've just <laughs> described. Like. And you went with your your OG friend. Yeah, I like because yeah, I was, I never course. I never drifted away from anyone, but right. they were just kind of like, hey, right. It just seemed like you made new friends. Yeah, yeah. It, I just made new friends, and they were just kind of like, hey, she might not be the nicest person in the universe, and I was like, right. huh, every I can change everyone. Right. She's nice to me. She's nice to me. She just you know sometimes steals stuff from Claire's and puts oh it in my, my bag. God. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was in denial about the whole thing. I definitely tried to operate that way for a long time in high school where I'm just like, well, that person didn't do anything to me. So that's fine. And yeah. then you realize like, no, but the reason everyone complains about them is because they're a bad person. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I have no bad things to say. And it was like, that doesn't count. For I, I think I, yeah. I think I still juggle with that too, yeah. where it's like, look, I get like, it's kind of weird. Like socially in high school, I think it's like most prevalent because there are like, you are around mm. other people right. day in and day out. But it's weird, like you almost draw territory lines Game of Thrones style, yeah. but it's unspoken. Yeah. So like it's I'm sure the Regina Georges were like, well, you know, she's friends with that girl, so we're gonna lose her. And it's kind of like almost right. like um polling. Yeah. Like, well, I know they're not gonna be on my side for this argument because they're closer with you know so and so or whatever. Mm. I yeah. do. There was I think it was like beginning of seventh grade, where I didn't. I am dumb and naive, probably to this day. Uh, and I didn't realize I thought I had gone to a new school um, at in sixth grade where I knew again, ever knew everyone. So I knew all the people. And I was like, oh, just my friends who I've grown up with. Mm -hmm. I'm now at that school. And uh, I walked in the school and everything was great. And I guess I would never consider myself popular. But I guess those were who my friends were, mm -hmm. were the popular kids. Mm -hmm. And I just remember saying to one of my friends, like, I don't what's great about this school. And I like, I feel like there are no clicks. And my friend just going, oh, no, 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 there are. And went through the yearbook oh. and showed me like person by person. <laughs> like, like the montage in right. the teenage and was movie. Like, yeah, it was that they were like, that person's popular. That person's not. That person hangs out with that person. I was like, Oh, and then oh, walking shit. into seventh grade, I think that's when I stopped being cool because I started <laughs> becoming like hyper aware of like everything. And I was like, oh, no, now I'm going to be a weirdo. I, my eyes wow. are too open. Uh, yeah. 
I, I know too much now. I can't act normal. Yeah, it's all of a sudden you start watching like how much you manicure yourself right. around certain people, right. like, and then it yes. just comes off as like frantic and right. uncomfortable. And like, right, because I wasn't cool. I just happened to be around the cool people. So then I was aware that they were cool and that I yeah. was not. Yeah, and I was, like, I was well, always like also really self conscious about being considered fake because I yeah. have like a broad range of interests. Like I can talk yeah. to anybody yeah. about anything. Like. I, I just like a bunch of things and I know how to adjust because there are like there are some people that I like here like I can talk about like my mm-hmm. embarrassing but there are other friends like I wouldn't do this with yeah and I just didn't want people to think that like oh well she acts differently when she's with their other friends and blah 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 but it's like <laughs> no I'm just socially adjusting because I can't tell these group right. of friends about my diarrhea like I can y'all yeah. you know like there's you had your diarrhea friends exactly. and you had your <laughs> yeah. my popular yeah. friends yeah them's <laughs> is rules okay yeah. I'm sorry don't tell your we popular live in a friends society. about diarrhea yeah um, yeah that the diarrhea group's a real mess though those are you my never those, get are, the, those are yeah. my best friends though the oh, diarrhea okay. group the diarrhea gonna, yeah group. well you just have a hard time getting them all to hang out at one time because someone's in gastric distress <laughs> oh, i'm assuming point. everyone that's close to me is, is suffering <laughs> some sort of gi problem like at all yeah. times yeah no, if so, not i don't want to hang out with them as you get into like i feel like the threshold is like out of college I, I'll say You should assume That someone is having A stomach problem At yeah. a given oh, for point For sure yeah. <laughs> Tw- 25 and up Somebody is Is, is not feeling great Sucking on a tongue Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I have them in my house All the time now yeah. Just because I know Most of my friends Are like You're probably about To all shit your pants We can't, <laughs> we and, can't handle yeah. food The way we used to No And I refuse to eat well So yeah. What no, are we gonna oh, do about ew, it What the yeah. fuck I'm not doing that I don't I, I have the strength to handle my gastric distress. I do not have the strength to not eat gluten. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah you choose, pick your poison, you know? Exactly. I like bread. Uh, we One of these times, we're not going to talk about poop on this podcast. <laughs> kill, <laughs> kill me when that day comes. Yeah, one of these times. Um, so is there is there anything that like stands out to you from that time of like, oh boy, I shouldn't have done that? Like... Ah, there's so, so much. I, oh, oh, always. Yeah. Well, you started off with a great one. You did. Yeah, that is. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a few that come to mind. There's the time I kissed one of my best friends in the ninth grade and immediately post-kiss, he was like, I'm gay. Uh, oh, and I just bad, learned right now. And timing. that's when I was just like, I'm trying to cover up for the fact that I have a crush on my friend Crystal. So we were both oh. each other's beards. Oh, that's, uh, awesome. <laughs> that's kind of sweet. But the thing is, the, the I shouldn't have done that part was the kiss part because I did not know how to kiss. So <gasps> well, it was I mean, mo- who does? That's true. Yeah. I'm about to blush because... Uh, <laughs> It's okay. They can't it see was you. It, it was what I thought a kiss was, which was me licking his teeth. Uh, <laughs> we're still friends. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm he loves to bring it up. Somebody. <laughs> so, um, did, so did you just go, did you go like mouth first and then the tongue came out and touched mouth, teeth? Mouth, tongue to teeth. Because uh, like. The we front were, of his teeth? Like front of his teeth. Because oh. we were both just like sitting at a pool like after a pool party and we were just like talking about something and like i had like just talked to this girl and uh she had like just told me about the guy she was seeing so i was bummed yeah. so i was just kind of like rebound time yeah and uh, let me put my tongue on somebody's teeth <laughs> right away right away That's and so, so as like literally as soon as i like lick his teeth and we disconnect <laughs> we both we just come out to each other <laughs> <laughs> as soon as i just like just remove my face hugging mouth from his yeah. poor boy mouth 
Oh my God. I, I would love if that is the way that you come out. Like, I wish that that was like the way yeah. like, you Just have kissing to, on my friends. You, you have to find another partner who is also in the closet or is questioning right. or whatever. And yeah. then you have to put your tongue on their teeth and then you both say I'm gay. Yeah. Yep. That's what. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you're super yeah. tight for the rest of our lives because that's, of that. That's the that's sweet, I that's mean, sweet story, though. Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah. Either you part yeah. and never speak, or you're best friends forever now. Yeah, and because uh, of that, we now like share with each other just like every weird, humiliating thing we've ever done with anybody else. Because yeah. at that point, it's just like, well, come well, on. There are no yeah. secrets. There there are no no secrets. Once yeah. you put your tongue on someone's tooth, you know. Yeah. The, <laughs> he's the person all... I go to when I'm like, and hey. have you ever done that again? Be honest. I haven't done that again, but I. Have done far worse things. Like, <laughs> oh uh, God, uh, this wasn't uh, in my adolescence. This is actually when I immediately started dating post-divorce. But I like kissed someone that I was working on a collaboration for something with, and I was like, "Well, that was uncomfortable, and we're never talking again." But I already paid him money, so I'm out a hundred dollars. So that's the most expensive kiss I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> jeez, wow, brutal, mm-hmm. brutal. I love it, yep. brutal. Oh. <laughs> I mean, when do you even know when it's time to kiss another person? Honestly, I, I don't know. I, there are. So, I feel like there are. So, I, I always err on the side of caution. I feel like there are. I'm not joking. Dozens of people I should have kissed, but I never wanted to lean my head in because yeah. God forbid I see them move their head away from my lean in oh. as I have done so many people prior. Oof. I don't think I could live with myself. Oh my God. It's that the sounds just terrible. instant flop sweat. And the thing is, I never. I don't know how I ever got to that point like to where i do the lean in yeah because uh, every time i've ever kissed someone it's always just been like all right i'm gonna go 60 percent, and if you haven't moved i'm gonna land the 90 and then it's you <laughs> yeah 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 and anytime i've ever been kissed it's never been like a actually only one time and it's the guy i'm currently dating now who is just kind of like can i kiss you and i was like hell yeah that's, oh that's nice i'm real i know it's yeah. happening but like every every other time has just been like an old-timey movie just like grab and kiss right, and the other yes. person just goes limp <laughs> <laughs> where it's just kind of like i was in the middle of a sentence that wasn't sexy right. so uh, i had a guy in college come up to me this is actually like fucking awful but i can laugh about it now he like i was literally at a party talking with my friends in like a circle like in the kitchen and he was drunk and he came up to me and literally just put his mouth on my mouth and he was moving his lips but I certainly was not and I just stood there with my eyes looking at my friends like get this fucking guy (laughs) off of me because like literally my mouth was like closed like I was in church like I could not have been less receptive to this and then like my friends pulled him off and he just walked away and I was like what the fuck just happened like where uh, where in the night did I make eye contact with this person like hey definitely put your mouth on my mouth. I definitely want you to do that. Oh wow. That's bad. That's I, terrible. I am so thankful for my friends for this, but I, mm, this is a very long story. I once got tricked onto going on a date <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, where I get, it just wasn't clear that this thing was a date. Oh, uh, one of those things. Yeah. Mm. It just like, wasn't clear. And he thought it was a date. And I like, just was like, I thought everybody was like, I thought this was a big group thing. And it's just you and me, and we're going on a date. The worst. And then apparently he was like talking about this date to our other friends, our other mutual friends, and they're like, "Does Bridget know you're going on a date?" I'm pretty sure she wouldn't have agreed. Oh and then he was, shit! And then he was nervous, and he was like, "All right, well, what I'm going to do is apparently he said this to my friends. I'm just going to go up, and I'm going to kiss her." And all of them were like, "No! Oh my no, god, she'll kill no. you." <laughs> And that's uh, another hot rough stuff tip. Don't just go up and kiss people. Yes, there is a timing. Don't do that. There is a timing to it. You have to uh, know their name at least. <laughs> 
minimum. Yeah. Uh, there's just a timing to it. That is weird. Uh, yeah. But it, was that a, it. was the licking teeth thing? Was that a first kiss? That wasn't a first kiss. Oh, okay. Uh, that was uh, that was a second kiss. The first kiss happened when I was trying to watch Superbad and I was actually enjoying the movie. Right. <laughs> and the guy next to me was just like, hey. And I was like, what? And then he just like went in for it. Oh. Uh, and it, the entire time I like kept trying to still watch the movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. I was movie. just like yeah. sucking on my, it was like the scene where yeah. the girl perioded on the guy too. So right. I was like, this oh, is a really great funny. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't even finish the rest of the movie because I was just like, all right, I guess this is happening now. We're now we're making out. Yeah. Which it isn't even like the last, hey, what kiss of right. my life. Yeah. Like I think yeah. I've had three kisses in my life where it was me going, yeah. what? And then someone, <laughs> someone on my face. Yeah. It's bad timing. Yeah. If you're going to put on a movie that is a makeout movie, make sure it's, it's mediocre. A shitty one. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be. It has to be scoring at least in the lower 50 percentile on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Exactly. Why would you put on something that I would end up becoming my favorite? I didn't even watch it again until I was an adult and I was right. so mad because I was like, oh. I could have loved this movie, movie my whole for, life. Yeah. For a very long time. Yeah. That's exactly why comedians and cars exists on netflix yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah wait ew no it's no not. it's like the most neutral thing but i would like seinfeld a, yeah like a thing that like sure, everyone likes sure. but uh, i just don't like that like, comedians and cars is the one that you were like oh yeah throw that on and make out while you know jerry no, seinfeld is driving you know it's like that or like part, something that like you either don't care about but is enjoyable exactly. enough to watch or something you've or seen, seen before. a million times like parks and rec everyone's or like, seen or like yeah. million times a, a family movie yeah. that isn't disney you're right. like sure I'll fucking throw on Peter Rabbit and make out to this or whatever yeah. like I don't know <laughs> yeah there's specific my movies sins, my existence is perfect sins. Oh, yeah. I, I want to make even better Family Guy I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, watch that care, for sure people care less about Family Guy yeah, uh, oh, no. uh, there should be one of the Netflix categories should be just movies to make out to yeah. <laughs> like you know what? it should those be a sons, netflix and chill category are just like i'm not joking days away from releasing yeah. this category i, I can't believe away. there is not a netflix and chill category of yeah. movie i'm like you're not gonna care about this there's a market and yeah. i'm demanding <laughs> yeah it. uh one of your algorithms finally has your super specific playlist titles yeah yeah just make that one uh, that's what everyone wants. You know, I've never had a guy immediately come out to me right after he's kissed me, but I want to say maybe the first five kisses I've ever had in my life were with men who were gay and who, even at the time, I knew they were gay, but they didn't know. And I was like, but I am getting kissed and this feels good, so... Mm, okay, I'll, I'll be the <laughs> mistake. Go with it. I'll be the, you know, you can learn through, you know... Well, not learn through me. That's not it at all. But like, you know, <laughs> that's t- a terrible thing to say. And I know that's not how it works. I'm sorry. Um, but like, it's like, okay, well, if they want to kiss me now, sure. They're not going to want to kiss me, you know, maybe 10 years from now. But as of now, I'll accept this mouth on my mouth. <laughs> this is kind of nice. And plus no consequence. Cause like, I mean, we're not going to go anywhere after this. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> there's an entire group of like I think there's like three of them that I went to junior high and high school with that I was like, uh, I feel like we almost kissed once, but I don't think that's what it was. And then we've like made friends as adults and they're like, oh yeah, that almost happened. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? That's the worst. That's, that's the worst. So I would have loved that to, information. I used to have such a crush on you. It's like, well, thanks for telling me now. Right. Well, how am I supposed to feel about this? Thanks for telling me now that you have a wife and child. Right. <laughs> can't right. do anything with this. Great. You mean when I was a lonely teen? You yep. didn't want. You didn't think yeah, that was a good was time? Yeah, when I was like desperate like... for any sort of attention from right. a man. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, teens are stupid. Also, yeah. like the uh, the licking the front of the teeth one isn't 
the worst one I've heard. I, I feel like I really? have heard. Like, of, I mean, like, no offense, but really? I got one more. <laughs> oh. Ooh. It's not licking the front of the teeth, but it is forgetful. Because uh, <laughs> did you guys ever go to like Warp Tour or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I would go to that and uh, we went to one and I went and I ran into a uh, boy that I liked like most of my life. Right. But he went to a different high school and I was just like, perfect. Kismet. We can uh, right. kiss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here at the and, warp uh, we're at Warp Tour. That's what it is for. Yeah. We, we're teenagers with no adult supervision. And we're just running wild. Right. So we were like hanging out after like a particularly rowdy one where yeah. I had just been like pushed into the dirt a bunch. Okay. Oh my god! And uh, Warp Tour gets real. It yeah, and it was like during one where just like a riot yeah. had like started to happen, right. so I had, like clawed my way out of it because right. there was just like a trash can on fire. <laughs> and we like hang out by uh, some water tents, and I'm like, yes, he's leaning in, he's gonna kiss me. Yeah. I lean in the rest of the way, he kisses me, and then he makes a face, just the most disgusted <gasps> face in the universe, and leans back and wipes his mouth. And I had not realized that when uh, I got pushed in the dirt, I got dirt all over my mouth, inside my mouth, and in my teeth. And I like, I like, kind of like spit, spit black. In my hand a little uh, bit, and I just spit black. So you just got like a mouthful of mud. What? And, also, uh, what a post kiss move is to just spit in your hand. I I was so panicked. I was just like, I need to see what he's seeing, and I like, Pleh! and then I saw, and I was just like, no! I just transferred mud into his mouth. Oh my uh, god, that's very that's bad. bad. And but, uh, but very hardcore no rock and roll of you though. Like that's fucking yeah. really radical. That's yeah. But that's, that's also punk rock. bad. That's yeah. bad. Uh, Cuz wow. then he's just like oh, I'm going to go see if my mom can pick me up by. <laughs> I had a friend who ran up to me after a party and she's like I think I'm getting cold and I just coughed in Rob's mouth. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) And I never laughed so hard to this day. Like the idea of just straight up coughing into someone's mouth is so so funny to me. This this didn't happen to me, I swear to God. If it would I obviously would have said it on this podcast by now. But I remember like I was kind of the first one that threw like a big high school party. It was my seventeenth birthday and to this day I think I've talked about it on the show. Like to this day people are still like, dude, that was the best fucking party <laughs> and um we had a hookah like someone had bought a hookah and there were two hoses that is and a good high school party oh, fuck, yeah at 17 hell yeah, yeah bitch. We love that exactly um and they were like shotgunning into each other's mouths and that's you know when the two mouths kiss and you blow smoke in another person's yeah. right. mouth Hot. um and so like one of our friends came by and one of my girlfriends who was like really beautiful was like hey let me shotgun in your mouth and so she did it and he didn't know what that was so he just started to make out with her oh when their uh, lips touched and then they both had to pull away and be like, um, so you've com- you don't know what's happening here at all. No. Ooh, yeah. That's that's rough. Yeah, because later at school, I didn't even see this happen, but they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so and so-and-so made out. And I was like, wait, real? Like, literally, like, Santa Claus and the yeah. Easter. That would make more sense. Like, Donald Trump and the Easter Bunny made out. Like, wait, what the fuck? Like, th- th- why were those two people even in the same room? Why and would one he of those think people- shotgunning is making out? Yeah. Well, because he just saw, like, her mouth going to his mouth right. and was just like okay <laughs> and then just like started to make oh, out with her and oh, then like they both kind of pulled so away and was like bad. well oh, he wound honey. up being gay i mean so yeah. that you know Scarred. it was just like well you know yeah uh great that's that's really funny uh yeah. i just i remember because no one you know your first couple uh kisses are terrible like your first couple makeout sessions no one knows what they're doing i begged to differ mine was hot and heavy and and, and great awesome yeah well, good We're still for together you. to the state. Uh, well, good for you. Because I remember the first, like, couple guys I made out with, I was like, maybe I don't like this. I was just, like, not like, maybe, maybe this isn't for, maybe, maybe kissing isn't for me. This is because exhausting. Really, it's, 
uh, I feel like all most of the first couple are like weird and you think you're supposed to do something weird but like I just remember like the first like three guys I made out with just like unhinged their jaws and like just stuck yeah. their tongues yeah. fully darty. yeah and just like fully stuck their tongue in their in my mouth and it was just like well I'm stuck <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do and I just remember thinking like maybe this isn't for me I don't know what the big hype is about but uh tried it three times don't like it yeah that was uh, most of my experience where I was just kind of like oh man am I gonna be one of those people where it's like I'm gonna be in a relationship and we're just cool with hugging yeah for a handshake before bed I think yeah, yeah. suffice yeah, like all those leave it to beaver kind of era stuff where it's just like two separate beds and you're just like, oh, those are the people that right. go when they, they, they don't yeah. like this. And it turns out everyone around me was just really bad. Yeah. yeah. I have the added level of embarrassment of like some of my <laughs> early kisses are photographed because they're on stage and in place uh, that I did. Um, and I didn't realize I had been doing this thing throughout high school that I was like, oh, I should pump the brakes on doing that. I saw in a photo, I am grabbing, we were on stage, but this is how I kissed, you know, yeah. I, there's not a difference between how I kiss on stage versus real fucking life because I'm an actor, god damn it. Um, <laughs> but I like was holding his head like completely <laughs> behind his neck, basically like pushing his face into my face. Right. And I just saw how violent and aggressive that looked. And I was like, surely there's a daintier way I can make out with people that isn't literally just grabbing and holding that person's face directly on top of my face for the duration of this kiss. I also remember, like seeing high school plays and not being in them and people making out and me just like looking around like, is this not scandalous? And then everyone's just like, no, no we don't like, really give a fuck. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, the first couple times I saw like two of my friends kissing on stage, I was like, are we not? No, everyone's cool. Everyone's mature. Cool, cool. Me yeah. too. There were actually two people <laughs> in high school who like fucking hated each other and yeah. they were like in a big kissy play together and that was fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was I fun to watch that. that. I, uh, I had to do it with uh, one of my, he was a best friend of mine, but not someone I would ever want to kiss in the universe of people I want to kiss. Sure. Uh, and, uh, he, he like went in for the kiss in the middle of the play and he muttered something like, this is awesome. And Whoa. I just went, uh-huh. Uh, oh, no. cause I just didn't Ew. know what to do from there. So like, as soon awesome. as we got off stage, I was just like, we need to have a conversation, buddy. So let's, let's talk about what just happened. Let's just talk about how this one, you broke character play. when you said this is awesome. Two. You broke character. <laughs> Starters. Too, what a weird thing to say. What a weird thing to say. In uh, general, like even if you were kissing outside of the play. I, know. I was literally just say. thinking as an adult, could I even like jokingly get away with doing that in a real kiss scenario? And the answer is fucking no. No. I've, no. I've, no. God, no. Like I've pulled some aha uh -huh as an adult before, but God, no. <laughs> There's a reason his nickname now when people tell stories about him in high school, even when he talks about it is Stupid Tom. Stupid Tom. just like, oh, remember Stupid Tom. <laughs> Oh man, that is so funny. Was he like in the play to kiss girls? Was he like, yeah, fuck yeah. No, he was in the play because his parents were just kind of like, you need to do an extracurricular because oh. we're gonna like try and like get you on the right track. Uh, yeah, because he had like real. His both of his parents were like college professors. Oh, oh, uh, oh. so he yeah. was just like the highly cultivated rich boy of our friends. And right, uh, that is. If I had to guess, who would say this is awesome yes. mid kiss? They were wearing. Be, it would yeah, be in my kid, imagination, exactly. they were wearing Sperry. 
Right. He wore Sperry's. He had a Mercedes at 15. Such a bro. Uh, yeah. And because he had the car, me and all the other scummy kids were just kind of like, stupid Tom's driving. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. What a painful nickname. Oh, man. Uh, was that one that was said to his face? Or the- said to his face. All, like, it's uh, still, that's still the nickname. Like, we ran, like, I think like three years ago, we all ran into each other at like a funeral for one of the teachers who had like passed away mm-hmm. when she was older. And we're all like dressed in black. And it's like after the service. And then we all see each other and it's like hey stupid Tom's here <laughs> that's like a radio DJ name yeah, seriously <laughs> and we're on with dumb Tom in the morning <laughs> did, did everybody have a moniker like that based on their intelligence or was it just no stupid just Tom? him it was just like <laughs> there was Tyler and Mariah and Vanessa and stupid Tom and <laughs> That is, if you, if you, it sounds like you hung out in a circle of like the skate kids, which yeah. is, that's totally a skate kid nickname. <laughs> yeah, that Stupid totally Tom. is. Yeah. They, they, they had like, there wasn't monikers, but they started like spray painting, uh, like cool. logos and stuff on like everyone's junk of cars. Course, the S. The, the, the other. They would do like the S or they would do like a skull or crossbones. And I finally was able to like get my own car and they yeah. kept trying to like put one on mine. And I was just like, absolutely not. Please, no. <laughs> yeah, no. And so like, I'd, I'd like be at home and they'd be they'd come over and then i just hear like a spray paint can rattling around their backpack and i'm like no not today Get away. it's Get not away. happening <laughs> out i have Please. my neighbors watching i don't care how close we are yeah. you're not putting a girl's bathroom sign on my car <laughs> that was so what they wanted cool, to do man. <laughs> yeah you're like really cool like everything i'm hearing about you is like so cool <laughs> you have like such a quintessential cool high school experience yeah. it, high school was definitely it it was right around when I started to feel like more authentically myself because like elementary school and junior high was just I I didn't know how tragically uncool I was. Uh, Yeah. Because what had happened was I started out at a Montessori and then from that Montessori I went to a regular structured school so I had no idea what I was doing so I was just like a weird little space alien where I was just like what are grades? We're taking a test? What are any of these things? Uh, So it was like a pod person that Mm -hmm. came to school. And I also I was like one of like two Latinas in the whole high school. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of just kind of like, why does your hair look like that? Why do you talk like a white girl? Uh, uh, so a, a lot of a lot of that. Yeah. And uh, I remember everybody. I think I was like nine years old and everybody was playing a game on the playground. And they were like, don't say that we're picking teams too loud. Vanessa might want to play. Oh. And I was standing oh. right behind them. Oh and That's... like it's one of like first of a thousand trips to the bathroom uh oh. where i was just kind of like and i'm gonna go cry in a stall and then oh, like my. from that point it just like snowballed to like pick on the weirdo to where uh the boys had this game where it was like see who can ask Vanessa out with a straight face uh, oh my god I know. Or, <laughs> or like uh we'd have like water gun fights and stuff like that. And I got like boobs first. So it was just like, Oh no, these. So then run to the bathroom. So like, it was so fucking horrible from all of like elementary right. to junior high that once I got to high school, I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> can't hurt me now. Yes, like, can't I, hurt me now. I paid my dues. And if you don't like it, yeah. that's my ass. I what paid my you- dues. I'm uncomfortable all the time and I'm making it known. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I, I did a thing where, uh, I realized I was awkward because I was explicitly told that I was awkward. Mm. Like in those not yeah. specific terms, I just like, it was awkwardness. It wasn't anything else. I just like did not know how to be normal around yeah. people. And then it got worse and worse. And then I was like, what if I just lean into it really hard? And then it just became, oh, normal. Like I'm a little strange. 
around people sometimes and like i don't know how to move my body that well yeah uh, so god the magic yeah. of leaning yeah so and i was just like so i'm gonna make mm, these yeah. jokes now and yep. now here we are on this podcast me fully leaning yep. still doing it still not over oh, clearly totally, yeah uh, yeah i think like in middle school i went through all of middle school thinking very stereotypically like well i'm not like the prettiest girl and like guys aren't talking to me so i'm giving up on that i'm not gonna do that and i'm not popular and like i'm not rich and i'm not this and that and so right. like the whole time i just thought like oh i'm like a weird kid and whatever i've got my friends right. and i'm fine whatever and then like at the end of eighth grade I like turns out the prestige like the curtain was lifted and I found out like oh people actually do like me because I'm funny and like <laughs> finding that out was like right. oh thank fuck I have something to offer I, to this yeah. cold God, the best cruel yeah. world like when you figure- I don't I don't have to be the prettiest girl I don't need guys to talk to me I'm funny and yeah. people like that because everybody likes a funny girl so yes that's yeah cool so going in high school I was like okay like I wouldn't say I was living like my truest self but I was definitely like okay I know at least I have a purpose in this yeah. world I have been assigned and I've been given to the school by God to be funny and then yeah. there was like a hundred thousand funny people in my high school so I was like well, fuck <laughs> well, when, square yeah. one it's just you, when you find out that like one thing about you that is a positive and not just like you're weird you're awkward like you're funny you're whatever like right. you're yeah. smart like you're charming whatever it's just like you hold on to that and you lean into that like, yeah that's your and thing. i mean i think that's the classic <laughs> that's gonna like, get you through this i think it's a classic like adolescent fear and i think like also as an adult like you know you're constantly like oh fuck nobody likes me man like i know it nobody likes me but in reality like it's fine like yeah. at least two other people do like you yeah. i swear <laughs> to god <laughs> there's at least two <laughs> so when that like middle school time that sounded real rough did you like develop did what were your like coping how to get through like with friends and like i would definitely say humor like humor was a big part of it for me because i i could even remember like the day i started using humor as a deflection because i remember this girl who had been like mocking me mercilessly all throughout choir practice uh asked me to go to her sleepover and i was like well, I don't have good luck with these, but like, bad track record, bad track records. I have no idea why I'm invited and I come and like, there's activities and stuff like that, but I'm being left out of all of them. Oof. And I'm like, why would you invite me? And so they're on the backyard. I see there's a hammock in the corner and I like just sit in the hammock and like kind of cross my arms and I'm just like, not really like, right. mm, I don't want to interact Oof. with anybody yeah. anymore. And I hear somebody ask her like, why did you even invite her? And then she was like, my mom made me. She's <gasps> friends with her mom. Oh, and oh at that point, I don't even remember what it was that I said, but I remember just like muttering something, something and them hearing and like giggling about it. And, uh, <laughs> like, I, I kind of just started like making fun of myself a little bit. Like, yeah, like yeah, a very, that's like, always the first oh, yeah. step. The like self-deprecation. Like, yeah. And then uh, I, I did not stay. It wasn't like, oh, we became friends because they thought it was funny. It was just enough to keep them from like seeing me cry and be like, call my mom. I want her to pick me up. Right. Uh, but like after that, I just like leaned heavy into the self-deprecation thing yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was where some of the coping skills started. And like, sometimes it was funny and other times it was just like uncomfortable and alienating. Yeah. That's uh, what, <laughs> yeah. Cause I remember like, I can't think, but I definitely made jokes that just made everyone feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That to this day, I'll like, say something land. and then be like, Oh, I was kidding everyone. You yeah. can laugh at that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a cry for help. I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that still resonates. And I always want like, especially teachers like older adults in the room how do you handle when you just see a kid just like self-deprecating yeah yeah because that's a very like 
It's an adult thing to do. That's like, to do it properly, I feel like you have to have the maturity that comes with adulthood. So to see like a 12-year-old do it as an adult, you might be like, oh, man, that kid's probably going to be a comedian. Yeah. (laughs) I had a lot of adults that would be like, hey, we should have a conversation about some of the jokes that you've been making. Uh, Or it's just like, is everything okay at (laughs) home? And I'm like, why? (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm just making these jokes. It's fun, man. I'm just trying to get by. You need to let me... (laughs) It's like, this is all I have. This is my only tiny sword that I have to get through this. Your daughter's a bitch, and this is how we're getting along. (laughs) And then I ran into this problem, like, at the end of elementary school, big time. I had to apologize to so many people. I'm really good at apologizing to people on a one-on-one basis for this reason. (laughs) Because I thought, like, well, I'm being self-deprecating, so I'm going to bust your balls, too, because you're self-deprecating like me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know these things about you. And, like, I would, like, make... And I literally... Oh, my God. I keep coming back to this, and I'm sorry, but, like, I literally was, like, talking to... One of the, like, one of my guy friends in class, and, like, I was, like, well, and, you know, as a gay man yourself, blah, blah, blah. And I think this was, like, fourth grade. And, like, I only was around, like, all of my family friends were gay, lesbian, somewhere on that kind of spectrum. So, I I mean, aren't we all? Um, So, like, I thought I was, like, oh, yeah, you know, joking the way my parents and their friends would joke Mm, with each other. But that's not cool to tell a (laughs) 10-year-old. So, as a homosexual, like, that's, like, out. uh, Exactly. exactly. Like, I had no idea that was, like, holy and wildly inappropriate and that was like the only time that my fourth grade teacher I think truly ever got mad at me which he should have because that was terrible right and he pulled me aside and like kind of like as an adult he was like Sarah you know that like not everybody has the same experiences that you do and you can't like you're very self-deprecating and I didn't he didn't use his words basically he was like look you're 40 years old like me at the age of 10 so like be cool with the other kids because like you are insane and like you Mm. act like you're so much older than you are and like everyone else is 10 so just act like a 10 year old please can you please just for the rest of the year like he for real level like he got to my eye level and leveled with me like look as adult to adult just shut the fuck up sometimes in class yo mr churchill was amazing i loved him and then like that's when i kind of realized like oh not everybody is on the same pages me yeah and the world doesn't revolve around me how heartbreaking is that yeah to learn yeah. that you're not the center of attention all the time oh man it's a good lesson to learn young though i did a lot of apologizing too like yeah. once yeah. i started to be more comfortable in my own skin because i was like in my discomfort uh yeah there's probably there was like people that i was either openly hostile towards or who i was like kind of bu- ball busty about where i was just like well i won't feel good unless i apologize right. and uh i have a mom who's the worst at apologizing in the universe but really good at teaching other people how to apologize <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so i feel like that's parents yeah most parents where it's just like she can't say an apology but you right. can f- like help you form a good yeah. one yeah. so that's where i got a lot of like i'm gonna make a lot of i statements and things that i did <laughs> yes exactly and take responsibility uh, for your action for and my end that. yeah yeah that's i feel like that's the difference between a bully and a comedian is that like someone who grows up to be a comedian will then feel bad about it because <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. they don't yeah. actually mean it so like if you do hurt someone you're like oh no that's not where that where a bully will just be like kind of psychotic about it and be like yeah, yeah you're crying yeah that, that empathy yeah. of like i'm just trying to make you laugh i did not mean to make you cry but yeah. now i realize what i said was actually so fucking cruel and harsh and and totally inappropriate let's I'm sit sorry. on this curb and have a marlboro 27 and i'll tell you how sorry i am <laughs> that made me really good at conflict resolution with smoking <laughs> that's exactly what i did in fourth yeah. grade yeah. really yeah. <laughs> i got a pack of turkish gold it was like 
Sit yeah, down. those candy cigarettes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> level with me here. I we, did think I gave him a lollipop the next day because I, I did truly feel bad about that. <laughs> well, we all so listened cute. to Sublime and played hacky sack. So there's everyone smoked. <laughs> yeah. Everyone smoked. Yeah. And that eventually made me just like the like the 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 bomb diffuser of right. arguments and stuff. I, do think sm- I don't smoke myself, but I do think that's like a very social thing to do of like, you know. Yeah. Let's go have a cigarette. Let's, Let's go yeah, talk exactly. this out. Yeah. Yeah. Because like in the beginning, whenever people fought, I just couldn't handle conflict so much that I was just like when you like spray two dogs that are fighting with a hose right. yeah. <laughs> or like two people would be having a mild argument and I would panic that this yeah. means like abandonment for everyone. So I would just go nuclear with trying to end it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's not yeah. right. Like uh, back to stupid Tom. <laughs> stupid Tom <laughs> and my friend Cameron were constantly fighting right. and I was always afraid like they're going to fight. We're not going to be friends anymore. Right. I'm never going to see them again. Panic. And. And of like the trillions of different fights that they've had, uh, there was one where uh, Cameron had bought a new bong with his allowance money cool. that he had saved up for months. God, and that's so cool. Cameron was smoking out of, I mean, Tom, stupid Tom was smoking out of it and he coughed into the bong and the little peas flew out and shattered <gasps> oh. on the ground and they got into a fight over uh like who was gonna pay for it because cameron was like stupid tom you have money and stupid tom was like cameron it's your bong why would you give it to me if you know i have a cough (laughs) and and also if you know my name stupid tom i I really love how we turned that around right and they like get into a fight and they keep like pushing each other into a fence and i don't know what to do and i'm literally just like hands in the air just flailing i don't know how to break this up and i don't know what happens I like just everything in my head goes black and I'm just like action stop it and I know how to break up two aggressive dogs fighting because I have family in Inglewood and I've had to do that several times (laughs) and if you don't have a hose you kick in the balls and so I just ran forward (laughs) didn't even see who and just kicked them in the nuts as hard as I could to get them off the other one because I just wanted to like separate the two of them I love this (laughs) I love this so much just kick them in the dick I literally just like and I just ran forward and just like whoever I can get my leg under just just hammered it in what a horrible way to stop a fight no this is genius this is genius give them a common enemy that they can bond over and that common enemy is Vanessa what the fuck because my leg landed on Cameron's nuts and it was just shin just all shin and he hits the ground and Tom looks at me like what the fuck and I'm like I didn't know what to do and I was really scared that everyone was mad at each other so I just wanted to separate you guys did you hit stupid Tom in the nuts though no just Cameron only Cameron oh see you should have hit them both yeah I should have got them both I would have like um his new bond got broken and he got hit yeah i would have gone with fists i would have just gotten down to like that level and just like bah, at the same time two fists get them both on the Stop ground it. and be like just, see no what if you boys stooges. are gonna fight about something stupid like this i'm gonna hit you in the nuts that is a that's genius i'm using that oh my god i'm writing that down truly right now like get to that level of crazy right? <laughs> like it was just like you're crazy times three go i was like because like it sounded like you hung out with a lot of guys uh yeah. growing up and so did i and i think there's a disconnect if you're a girl who hangs out with guys, when guys fight, it's scary. Yeah, because it it's so yeah. immediate for them and for us. It is. It's scary, but on a different, more psychological level. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's tension here that I can feel viscerally, but I can't do anything. Yeah. But like, as a girl, when you see 
guys fight, you're like, this is very aggressive very quickly. They're going to be fine after, but I don't know what to do. Yeah, like, you don't you know get what to scared. do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like even, and I mean, I think this is like animal instinct, but like even the sound of like two men yelling back and forth at each other kind of triggers something in me where I'm like, oh my God, I need to get out of here. Like it's, yeah. I, it's kind of scary because it's like, I don't know how far this is going to go because I mean, there yeah. are some, I mean, I don't mean to like generalize men. I'm sure, I mean, oh, fucking women will also like fight each other yeah. and break shit as well. Yeah. But you're right. It, it just sounds so much more aggressive than yeah. it look like like the optics on it and i hope yeah. men are taking note even of this. play even play even, fighting even yeah. messing around. yeah when like i because i like i mean i had guy friends growing up but definitely like more personal hanging out time was spent with girls mm. yeah. so like i and i didn't have a brother like i completely missed roughhousing yeah like that was something i never saw or oh, was, was ever around <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. like now when i see like roughhousing or like even when i was in college and roughhousing would start i'd be like stop it stop fighting each other like please stop and it's like sarah calm down like we're just screwing around I'm like you had him in a headlock like what the fuck this is not messing around no yeah, yeah you learn you learn but it's also hard to decipher like when it gets serious and when it's not and like, exactly oh, i never and also, now I just know the best thing to do is nothing. There's always whenever, <laughs> don't let it. whenever there's a fight or a skirmish, there's always someone in the peripheral who will get hit. Yes, uh, there's always, and I've been that. I'm not. There are people who are consistently that person. I don't think I'm consistently like always the person who gets hit, but I've been that person more times than I yeah. care. To yeah, admit. I've had and, bodies land on me or just like a heel clip. Right? Yeah, like you went to warp tour too. Like <laughs> <laughs> you get caught up in a mosh pit by accident, and it's like a fist comes flying. Like, yeah, it's like ugh. flushing. It's like flushing yeah. a doll down the toilet, where you're just right. like, "Where are my limbs?" <laughs> Right, I mean like, this. You didn't mean to. I was just, I happened to be standing here and like now I'm getting hit and it's, that's what scares me the yeah, most is because like I it, do have a chance of being the person who yes. gets caught in the up. And I'm like such a mom too because when I see that kind of thing happen, I'm like, no, don't get away from the TV. Like don't break anything. You're <laughs> yeah. stupid or playing. God damn it. Like I just like, get away get, from the stop TV. jumping on the bed. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think because I had a really, like my best gal pal growing up, yeah. she and I were like, two tiny adults with each other where we were very communicative together yeah, yes like when she and i were mad we would like vocalize while we were upset yeah, so when you do this i feel this, this. hurts yeah. me yeah like she's uh she's almost two years younger than me but she got like bumped up a few grades okay. and we just like hit like just immediately just besties for it. like yeah she's still love her to death and when we were i was 15 she was 13 i was afraid that we didn't have the same things common in common anymore and we were gonna be friends yeah. anymore because like when we were kids we bonded over just like a mutual love of hip-hop and watching rap battles and stuff right. like that and that was our thing and then she got like really into like the jodas brothers and i was just doing my fucking thing and i was just like we're not gonna talk anymore she has yeah. a new friend group and i have a new friend group yeah and we didn't know that the other one was having this like inner conflict oh, yeah. so we were sitting in my room and all of a sudden like i just start tearing up and she does too <laughs> and i was just like i'm afraid we're not gonna talk anymore and she's like i've had the same concern don't worry i still love you we're still gonna be that in each is, other's life that <laughs> is so sweet that yeah. Is the, yeah that is the most girly thing i've ever heard it's the but most like girl but i definitely yeah. had those yep. moments again like I, a scene in a movie where yeah. it's like i just feel we're drifting apart but like i could never drift apart from you exactly it's just yeah. like you're still my forever and uh <laughs> she was frequently the one that was also like being like vanessa break them up because she yeah. was also in that friend yeah. group so that she was the reason why i'd just be like uh uh yeah glass of water <laughs> <laughs> I just hulk out on two people who are fighting. Yeah, because like if they're fighting, and then I have my like sweet sensitive friend panicking. Yeah. It just when yeah, you're a teenager, it's, a, it's, a it's mess just for you. Red alert. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's you're a lot just going in the on. middle, and it's a mess. I just, I think I just have a fear of being that person who peripherally like gets 
a punch thrown at them. <laughs> yeah. Because I, the first like physical fight I ever saw uh, was in close proximity to with women was between two, two girls on my basketball team. And it was like an after practice, like our coach asked us to stay aside. And for some reason I was still there. I was one of those people, although I did nothing wrong. It was like a punishment thing. Oh, I'm sure you didn't. I did nothing wrong ever. <laughs> um, but they had been like going at it and like throwing elbows, like all practice. And you can tell they were going to fight. And they started fighting in, in that like after practice session. And I ran the other way, like it's straight yeah. up little bitch move just like <laughs> I, ran. That's, that's how i would react now are you kidding me if well, a fight broke <laughs> out if a fight broke out between like two guys and two chicks yeah i'd yeah. run away uh no yeah. it i ran away and then got yelled at for running away because i was apparently there to be the mediator what? which <laughs> made no sense uh because both of these girls could have beaten the shit out of me at any moment like i was Definitely the smallest, whitest person there. Yeah. Uh, and would have got the shit kicked out of me. Yeah. Like, I'm, why I'm, me? Why, why'd you I'm, pick I'm me? I'm five foot two. I have zero business being in between two bodies that are physically no. attacking yeah. each other at <laughs> but, all. But I, yeah, I had gotten yelled at and then the fight like continued outside. Like they, the coach broke him up and yelled at me. I, I the one who wasn't fighting uh, yelled oh at God. me and then so when we left the gym, I was like, I'm going to break it up now. I'm going to be a big brave girl. And then they started fighting and I was like, Bridget's moment to shine and I go in to break it up but the entire football team was there and like all the guys just broke it up and I was like you guys yeah I was gonna be a hero (laughs) (laughs) I think my my scrappiness wasn't appealing when I was in high school as an adult for some reason it's been a real catch I don't know why it's not even something that I set out for but like anytime there's been just like a witness to my contribution to the fight it's been like hey can i get your number but like don't, not a clue why not a clue why but because well, you're like, very cool i mean if we haven't already yeah. established you're like fucking very cool although you, like yeah you were the person in the skate group you mentioned who did not skate i did not skate and yeah. i would try and constantly like hurt myself but like as a as a child it just meant like oh man she doesn't have boundaries don't talk to her because <laughs> like i would also be like too like roughhousy and handsy yeah. with people who like didn't mm-hmm. have those circles so it was just like stop touching me right we're just hanging out yeah right i, it, I like didn't learn how to like differentiate that from right. a grown-up so like there'd be a lot of moments where i'd feel like a giant hulking she beast right where, like i'd finally <laughs> get invited to like this all girls thing and then i would like accidentally hurt someone with yeah. my like new tall body and then i would just like huddle in a corner like i'm so sorry i'm a monster i yeah, yeah i had that feeling because i was like a little tomboy and they would like all do like put on me and i'd be like i don't know what i'm doing can we go play sports outside and then i would feel like that yeah like i'm a monster and like isolated because of that so childhood is miserable no matter what yeah yeah <laughs> no, you can't you can't win you can't escape mm-hmm. i remember a girl like gently hip bumping me and me yeah. hip bumping back and she just fucking hits the ground oh my god oh, no hits the ground starts crying and i was just like i thought i was gentle i really <laughs> thought i was gentle uh, yeah that's uh. That's, yeah, and I, I would yeah get overly competitive. I was I just overpetting the bunny yeah. all the time. Yeah. Just accidentally snapping bunny necks. <laughs> You're a Lenny. You're a Lenny from of Mice and I Men. I was a Lenny from of Mice and Men. Anytime where it was just like, ooh, new delicate friend that wants to play with me. Oh my God, I heard it. What did I do? Yeah, I think I'm like on the opposite end of the spectrum because I was like, you know, one of the boys in elementary school. I like middle school, I kind of like phased out of that. But like I 
Like I thought I was like, yeah, I'm like a tough bitch. Like what's up? I'm really like 75 pounds, like <laughs> four foot seven, maybe like, like puberty's not going to hit for another 20 years to be completely honest. I don't I'm still waiting honestly for that ball to drop. And like I, we were playing kickball and it was like, a cla- this was like the classic thing. Like yeah. the girls would play pretend somewhere and then the guys would yeah. be playing like an organized sport, which is where I come in so like I was the only girl on the football team I was the only girl that was playing kickball so like I with that I thought like you know I like one of those stories were like oh this baby cheetah was adopted by monkeys and now they're all a family and the (laughs) cheetah doesn't know that he's not a monkey like that was me like I don't know I wasn't one of the boys um it makes you feel like Ferdinand the bull exactly yeah (laughs) oh thank you for that reference like I want to be delicate so bad right (laughs) um and so like I like I was like literally in the fifth grade and I had never been in a physical fight before and I still haven't but I thought I need to be in a fight like I need to fight somebody like I need to earn my like I want to yeah. like I want to be a boy like I want to be a part of this and I started like to shove this kid who got me out in kickball I was like yo that fucking sucked or like whatever I, oh. I, I, well I was in there I was like that freaking stinked bro or like whatever and so like I started to shove him and like literally all the guys just looked yeah like not a one person tried to even be like Sarah back off like they literally just watched me like shove this kid yeah and he looked at me like Sarah, what are you doing? And like it, like now I know. Well, none of those boys were gonna, we're gonna touch hit, a yeah. girl. Yeah, like yeah. They, yeah, that's for the one, thing. they weren't gonna touch a girl at all. And yeah. for two, they weren't gonna right. hit her or yeah. fight back. And also, all of them could have kicked my ass one by one, no question. Yeah. So I just wound up looking stupid because after a certain point, like I just stopped shoving and just got out. Like I, I just <laughs> had to accept like there wasn't even like I didn't even lose a fight. I lost the precursor to a fight mm. and just kind of like, you know, slunk back oh, into the line yeah, of kickball. It just sucked. Like, cause literally no one even, they didn't even take me as a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I was a very competitive per I still am like, Oh, hugely competitive monster. And, uh, I would play sports with my older brother all the time and like go up and like trash talk his friend. Like you, you're going down and they're just be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then just yeah. get me out. And I'd be like, well, I got to shut my mouth. Like, yeah get real mad worked up uh you just reminded me of something actually yeah yeah i was curious about this about people what was the first swear word you remember saying like oh fuck i've been fucking (laughs) cursing my whole goddamn life um i remember i i don't know but i do remember seeing space jam and in the movie they say bastard and moron and i thought those were on the same level where moron is significantly less than bastard. like moron you can say on a pg show bastard Bastard, you couldn't so i do remember using and then i also thought like crap and shit were interchangeable i didn't realize that they were like one was of a higher degree yeah but i do remember cursing very fucking young and just like kind of not even caring like whatever everyone's swearing right yeah my my parents were really weird about it because they were just like you can't even say stupid and uh i I now curse all the time in front of my mom and she's just like, but she's never cursing at anyone. It's always just like, Mm -hmm. mom, this is fucking delicious. Yeah. Uh, So she's like over it now. But like, I remember (laughs) me and uh, that same girl that I was talking about earlier, the forever bestie, Mm -hmm. we were both at school and we were just like, have you ever said the F word before? And she's (laughs) like, I've never said the F word. So we made plans to go to her house after school oh my god and stand in the backyard when her parents weren't home and say fuck as loud as we could <laughs> and we like planned it first period oh my god. last period's over we carpooled to her house her parents are on their way to dinner we like go to the backyard and we're like you ready yeah are you ready yeah That's fuck adorable. i wish i was in that neighborhood i would have loved to have heard two little girls Just all like, the neighborhood Three, kids two, are you guys saying fuck, fuck? Yeah, you want to come over we're all saying fuck <laughs> That's adorable what a lovely memory that's so sweet 
I definitely, it was definitely, I called my brother a bastard because it was right after I saw the Austin Powers movie and Fat Bastard, <laughs> Fat bastard was a character. Yeah. So. yeah, see, the movies I watched at the time just kind of like, and then my parents swore. And again, it wasn't like we weren't swearing at each other. It was just yeah. like, oh, God damn it, the TV's out. You know, like yeah. that kind of swearing. So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, obviously like I wouldn't swear in front of my teachers. And my parents were definitely like, don't use that language, yeah. please. You're like a pretty little girl. And this Ugh. sounds like you're a sailor. Like, you sound insane. But again, I thought I was 40 years old. Oh, my God, old. to this day, hates when I swear. I like, every time I come home, I have to think about all the words I'm going to say because to this day, I'll still get yelled at yeah. for swearing. Yeah. I have to watch around my dad, not my mom. Yeah, my mom doesn't care. My dad... It, doesn't you know the only place the edge. only place where i truly filter and i'm like i'm not gonna swear here actually is um any disney theme park i'm in yeah i'm very aware of like not oh, swearing. Behave there yeah like because I, I don't be <laughs> like clean oh, up for disney Peter pan fucking ride is god you gotta clean it up for bro. disney like yeah like the little kids are like, i'm not gonna swear for all the little kids yeah so i that's like the one place but everywhere else i'm like yeah whatever yeah, yeah. well i grew up like right around disneyland so like people got really good at like switching it up once they got their first oh, few yeah. jobs at disney where uh, it was just yeah. kind of like i'm not swearing here but i am out here yeah yes yeah. also my basketball coach was just we all had changed our language because he swore every other word oh yeah he so was a it was a sports a whole, coach of a high school yeah. team yeah and yeah. he was a little bit abusive so verbally <laughs> abusive so i like everyone's like yeah the girls basketball team it's real problem all of them have horrible mouths and we we're all like oh, no oh no that's just you don't be mad at us be mad at the six foot seven exactly. man verbally yeah. abusing all of us but whatever you know it's cool yeah, <laughs> it landed exactly. on us. yeah um but what a that's a amazing first i've never heard of yeah. like a first swear story yeah i honestly God, can't even tell <laughs> you my I, I've first never swear. heard of a first but that's like what a delightful yeah. childhood memory <laughs> i was very heavily monitored by my dad so it yeah. made me like really good at like compartmentalizing different parts of myself like i even yeah. kept a decoy diary Ooh. where it was just like this Ooh, is yeah, the one you read yeah where it's like this is the one he reads and this is the one did i actually did you still keep. hide the one that he reads yeah i would hide it but somewhere like kind of obvious so that like you'd feel smart about finding genius. it genius so That's i was just like really he stop looking yeah and then i kept the other one at my friend's house so oh my oh god, god. that's like genius. you're giving like, me so many ideas this episode like, and my mom hiding your diary so from your dad and also Houston. hitting people in the nuts when they're fighting right yes. that's and great my mom was like if you start now you're never gonna like completely uh be super open with him and i'm like it'll be fine and now i'm 26 years old and he has no idea that i am hey, tattooed on a large part of my body and it's <laughs> yep uh <laughs> that's the decoy diary i'm still yep. that's brilliant that's genius i woke up i remember waking up one morning in high school to my mom reading my phone in my room just like not <sighs> like i woke up and she's just standing where my phone was charging and just like i'm i'm miming i'm miming scrolling through it it was not scrolling through it at this point it was like a brick phone but uh yeah i woke up and she was reading my phone and i just was like what the hell wow yeah. it was it was a real breach of trust she was just like a deer in the headlights it was a real reversal of it's roles. like i'm gonna wake up uh, yeah it's a real reversal of roles in that moment of like she was caught doing the clearly bad thing yeah yeah uh, and i was just like i was not prepared to discipline my own mother on why you can't just scroll through someone's phone right although i was 17 and she had every right to probably but uh, still no. messed up. Yep. Uh, Maybe still, I don't know. Still, still, you know, I was a good kid. There was no reason yeah. to be doing that. Like I never. It's like if I never gave you a reason, just trust the fact that most of these text right. messages are just like saying "lol" when I don't mean it. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we were, they were pretty open. They were like, "Yeah, you go to parties and you yeah. can drink sometimes. Just you know, don't fuck up." And I didn't. 
And, yeah. Uh, yeah, because still reading my, my phone. My mom. parents. Well, I don't know if my if my parents snooped. I don't know if they did. But like because of that, I'm very open. I was very oh, my- open with my parents. Like you know, we had like a good, you know, um, honest like conversation back to back. But I do remember like in the early days of email. Um, like I would, and I mean, I think I was just too young to be on the computer, but like I was, we would be emailing like back and forth to each other almost at the rate of like an IM would, which would later evolve. But, um, it would be like my mom, I would dictate to my mom what I want to tell my friends. And she like, like a secretary (laughs) and be like EP, check it out. I have an email. Isn't that cool? Anyway, what's like, what, like, what? That's like I don't even know what the fuck. What I, like what a was lame I, thing to make a grown adult do. <laughs> no, I wish I, I wish I could like have those emails again and just read like what the fuck were we even talking about? Was there, what was there even to talk about? Like, can you believe Bradford said that at school? L O L, laughing out loud. Uh, anyway, see you tomorrow. Send and my poor mom would have to sit there and like, and you want to put a semicolon and a parenthesis oh i see it's like a winking oh i get it oh that's clever yeah and like clicks and and then like a hundred years later the next email would come in and it'll be all over again oh your poor mom just being like oh my god my daughter's a nerd well because she knew if if she didn't do it for me i would get on it because god knows i hid my because she was like you can't have a myspace i had a myspace you can't have aol aim i had aol like i mean uh, come on what was your handle um, oh, this is a, this is a great embarrassing God, thing. God, why would you do this on the show? I mean, show? this is a podcast. We've definitely talked about I this I thought before. we were talking about pro tips for, you know, uh, fighting and stuff. No, I was um, starry-eyed surprise one, but spelled yes! in a way that was like so condensed and Oh, dumb. yeah. There are no vowels. Every uppercase and lowercase were switched up. I, I didn't do that necessarily, but like definitely when I, like the, the aesthetic to how I sent IMs is like completely illegible. Like yeah. I can't believe anyone could even read like the pink and green neon bullshit. Well, what was yours? Uh, uh, I had oh. two. One because the first one I just lost the password to and didn't know how to retreat it. It was like Ablo Musica, and then I learned that I was funny. So the one that I had later was I. It was spelled so that it was smaller, and then there was a bunch of numbers after it. I don't remember, but it was Hispanic at the disco. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> That's good. That's not even embarrassing. That's good. That's good. That's good. The first one is just kind of like, I haven't learned how to structure a joke yet. And then the second one is just like, this is going to be the one. Uh, The embarrassing part is how long I like sat to think about what it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Like just sat all day in school, just like writing stuff down in a binder. The away message jokes is really what I tried the hardest on. Yeah. That's a graveyard of of just bad, bad, embarrassing things. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I. mm, and we've definitely talked about aim names. We've had to because mine There's was. No uh, oof. What was yours? Uh, it's always hard to say. Prankster ninety three. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, oh my! God. Did I pull pranks? No. no, no, no. That was just like in my. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Never pulled a prank, or I did to my brother. But I see hot on his toilet seat, which I, is I love watching funny. You, I love watching you unravel right now at this screen name. You're just like... You're uh, no, uh, like breaking down like a computer. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I think the only people I pulled pranks on were my brother, and they weren't that funny. And you were born in 93, though, so you got that right. So one thing one thing about my personality shine through, and it's that the year I was born, which is... That's it. Not part of it. Yeah, but if if your screen name doesn't make you... I mean, you had a fucking great one. Yeah. But if you have a screen name that doesn't, like, make you cringe, 
I mean, did yeah. you really live? Yeah. Because I had like I had some embarrassing emails. Like I had California Basket Case for a while because I really like Green Day. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I can't remember what the other one was, but I remember I had like tried to make a stupid pun and oh god i wish i could remember but it had something to do with cats uh <laughs> of course stupid you mom had etnies in it uh cool <laughs> oh my god oh, the cool escape brand yep. etnies. uh <laughs> i love it. early yeah late 90s early 2000s skate culture yep it's, uh, that the best. my life <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's the best i remember going to a skate park uh, and my dad took me there and no one was there at the time they like let me go early because Aww. they didn't want me to get like run over by people yeah, yeah. who are better at skateboarding than yeah. me so i would go real early to like this indoor skate park and just skate around by myself for a really wow. long time <laughs> all the skate kids actually did live in my neighborhood but it really was like just so like the kids i could see after school and middle school were skate kids yeah but like i never got into the culture and part of it was because my mom after my sister broke both of her arms in a span of like two mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. she was like, there shall never be a skateboard within this hallowed home for <laughs> risk of my daughter's breaking any more bones from henceforth. <laughs> no one will be on anything that rolls around at all. And so like, I wasn't like, I just never had a skateboard and never came up. And then it just missed me. And now I'm like retroactively having to learn about like emo pop punk. I mean, Bridget, we talk about this all the time, but like yeah. I, I didn't have a pop punk phase. So now I'm having to like <sighs> relearn. Oh, like I, I like yeah. Warp yeah. Tour. I never went to Warp Tour. It never even crossed my mind to go to Warp Tour. No, oh, man, you, you can't get into it now. It's too late. Either you No, did but it, I can truly educate myself. <laughs> I sound like a fucking anthropologist. Like I have to learn of this culture though. Cause I feel like I missed a huge part of the early two thousands. By yeah. not, like that's when I was getting into like classic rock. Like I kind of went back and like yeah. learned about like no, music you get that came into classic me. rock first, and then you get into pop punk. That yeah, no, you gotta no, learn. I skipped that for some reason. Yeah, you but, gotta learn the fundamentals, so then and then you can learn how to subvert them. Yeah, exactly. I went, I went straight into like um pop. Well, not pop, but like hip hop and R and B and rap. Well, I and then that like yeah. oh, hip hop was huge for me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I definitely. Well, the early two thousands was a renaissance. I think <laughs> yeah. of like yeah, no, I definitely for sure. listened to hip hop first, and then because that was it was Miami, and like that's what was popular. Of course. And then I was like, I'm gonna be my own person, and that's when I got into pop punk and would make. My parents drive like 45 minutes to go see uh, Plain White Tees or All Time oh my Low God. or uh, The Main or These are, You're naming everyone's MySpace default songs. Like, yeah. I, yeah. like I definitely listened to like two or three songs from each of those artists, but I never got into it. So like where everyone- is what we aim for. Yeah. Uh, like when everyone took a names. ride, everyone <laughs> took a ride at Blink-182. I took a left to the Ying Yang Twins. Like I was like, all right, see you guys on the other end of this when we yeah. meet up again and later to be taste. really into Lady yeah. Gaga. Like yeah. I think like, <laughs> that's where it converged. Ooh, I don't know about that, but I I just feel like that was like the next artist that everyone was like, "Hey, we all love this person, right? Great! Like we're on the yeah. same page here." I oh, think no, your musical I, theater school is showing. That's <laughs> very true. Yeah. Before I actually like develop my own taste in music, I I specifically remember this because I was like nine ten years old, and it was before I realized that I like what I like, and I was just trying to figure out what everyone else liked. So I went to FY, no, there were warehouse music at the time. And I was like, I'm going to buy my first CD and I'm going to buy the CD that I think is going to get everyone else to talk to me. And what I thought everyone was listening to was Bahamen. Uh, (laughs) So I was just like, look, fellow kids, I got this. And when that didn't work. Steve Buscemi and uh, (laughs) Dirty Rock. (laughs) 
oh, music band yep. Taha, man. that's so funny yep and then i returned the cd later when it did not work with helping me make friends and that's when i like started just like looking for my own shit yeah I, yeah i never bought a cd to do that but i remember the one of the first cds i bought was like a nelly mixtape it wasn't even <laughs> like mainstream you know yeah nellyville yeah it was yep. like a early ep mixtape from nelly that was one of the first cds i bought phenomenal yeah, <laughs> yeah i was i just really wanted to know all the music that was playing at all the parties i was going to so i could show up and like know all the words and be like right. yeah i know this dance i know this music video like i know it's like and i still kind of feel I like, like, like soldier boy dance <laughs> exactly like i still listen to the radio like i still kind of yeah. want to keep yeah. in touch with what the kids are what listening are kids to into? yeah but as a result i just kind of like slightly edged out of like a pop like i i missed pop punk just mm. by like a hair well a you're, hair your loss i was just angsty okay. enough that i fell deep into it yeah yeah super into it <laughs> yeah i feel like there yeah there are a handful of kids at every school who went b-side panic at the disco yeah who like didn't just do i write since not tragedies but you knew like build god and then we'll talk exactly (laughs) you knew all of a fever we can't sweat out whoo man what a a record you were naming things that i had heard of before it was back when all of all punk songs all of the titles were like tiny novels oh yeah they were so long fallout boy yeah their first record was like their all their song titles were full just sentences. a fucking mouthful. That made all no of them. sense. Yeah. Made, like none of them. Also are like, I've been kind of nice about saying this, but like the people that listen to that music, I did not like in middle school, <laughs> but like they were in my class. It was one of those things where it's like, look, we get along just fine in school, but I don't want to see you after school. Yep. And so like that did kind of like taint, that a little bit because i was like jesus christ and i do remember thinking like what yeah. the fuck are the names of these guys like back when you had the ipod and it used to scroll oh, yeah, through yeah. the whole title <laughs> song i'm like how do you even how do you even tell like the dj to be like oh can you put on uh my well it's not songs you tell you well i know but like this is my middle school interpretation yeah. of this music like it's just, i was like this is so long and silly i can't get into this i yeah. did I did do a PowerPoint presentation on the Ramones for a show and tell thing once because nice. I wanted to get a girl named Tiffany to like me. Uh, I, that's I did hadn't even yeah. been listening to them at the time. I just oh, looked it up because trying, she had yeah. the shirt and Classic. I like yeah. just just hey, Wikipedia. She also it. wasn't listening to it. Either, uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> I know, but boy did I try. Although <laughs> Tiffany did recently call me hot. Sup, Tiffany? Nice. nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you can never go by shirts and musical stays i yeah because i thought my music taste was real cool when i was listening to pop punk so i'd always try to like drop it into conversations and no one knew what i was talking about because the song titles were so long and indecipherable yeah everyone's just like no one cares wasn't it indie music like i was like okay go and like i mean i think playing my tees is kind of like the border of the two genres they're not good uh no they're not but like this is what i listen to it was definitely like lame on the side of the pop punk yes thing. Uh, i but. i remember we used my ipod for i was like in speech and debate forensics whatever and we did a lip sync to a song from dream girls because <laughs> let's take a look into my life that that was like guys would be so funny it was I, it was funny i was like we'll have all the guys do dream girls and so they were using my ipod and it was hilarious because yeah. like these skinny white prepubescent boys lip syncing to dream girls i mean come it's on it's hilarious yeah. i promise yeah. you um it was funny at the time um but like i it was on shuffle and the very next song that came on was super trooper by abba oh which now abba's had kind of a renaissance because now people are really into mama mia those movies and stuff but at the time really into them. super trooper starts with just them singing yeah. in a four-part harmony super trooper yeah. beams are gonna blind me and i could not have turned my ipod off oh, yeah. fast enough every middle school had turned and looked at me like 
what the fuck choir music was that? And like the adult was like, oh, I can't believe you have ABBA on your iPad. I'm like, I don't. I don't. don't. You I don't. shut up. I, you shut, shut up. up. Be cool. Like, I don't listen to this. I haven't heard it yet. I don't even know what that song was. Like, that's so random and so weird. Uh-oh. But I do remember feeling like, oh my God, I can't. I can't ever have my iPod on the Oxford no, no, ever no. again. It's, yeah, it's, it's a landmine. I, you know, I might have cool music, but then the Annie soundtrack will come on and then yeah, I'm ruined. Who knows? Oh yeah. my God. You just gave me a flashback. <laughs> oh no. What embarrassing <laughs> song played. I, uh, I ruined a morp, uh, more, some schools have it. It's like the first dance before everything else. That's it's prom spelled backwards. Oh, it's okay. like oh. pre homecoming and it's a super casual one. And they were just like, Vanessa has kind of good taste in music. We're going to let you pick the songs for this one. God, I would be up all uh, night. Like, <laughs> and I was super excited. And the thing is I didn't want to do it on iTunes. So I went on Limewire? like Kazaa and Napster. Oh, okay. and, yes. that and so I went on those and I was like downloading songs that I was going to put on. And there was one that a group of girls specifically kept asking me to for- have. And it was, um, Oh God, it was like wake up call by Maroon five or something like oh, that. Like okay, yeah. that was the one that the specific group of girls were just like, we want you to play this one towards the end of the dance. And I'm like, got you. Perfect. So it's going well. I have the like playlist going. I'm just like, hell yeah, I did such a good job. And then Wake Up Call starts playing. And the first 20 seconds are the actual song. I did not listen to the song before I put it. So I didn't know what I downloaded. So the first 20 seconds are the actual song. And then it's a guy playing it at home in front of his laptop mic. Like just himself. Just wake up. Got like by himself terribly for the rest of the song. And you're just like, this song is fucking terrible. And uh, like as soon as it happens, you could just like feel the fun suck out of the room. And just like a quiet booing starts. And then, oh my fucking uh, they never boo. left that to me ever again uh Dude. like i uh, i never got that job up. ever again i but. did i would spring load my ipod with songs that i knew were popular with everyone else so like even though i wasn't listening to um fallout boy what's like <laughs> i got the gift the, of one line okay yeah, yeah curse of curves i think is the name of the song like yeah. i never fucking listened to that yeah. but it was on my itunes it was filler in the chance that i'm sharing earbuds with somebody and that comes on yeah. and they're like oh sorry i love this song and i'm like mm-hmm same love this it. isn't my first hearing of it yeah. <laughs> yes i definitely have heard I this more to this than when you're not here like i would I literally <laughs> there was a website you can download people's myspace default songs off of and I would like go through my, oh, I would go that's through creepy. my, well, like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know I, I, I know what you're talking kind about. Kind of like Shazam, but right. like, this is yeah. the early oh, 2000s yeah, yeah. Okay, and like the internet yeah. was like a fucking wasteland. And yeah. I would literally go to my friends, MySpace profiles, and I would download whatever their default song was at the time. Yeah. One, to get to listen to like what the kids are listening to, yeah. like, you know, genuinely <laughs> right. like I discovered a lot of cool bands that it's way. Like Spotify playlist. But yeah. exactly. But also mainly, so it's like, I have something on my iPod that I'm not embarrassed by like ABBA and at the time Queen I was also deeply embarrassed by listening to Queen which now you know no reason to be embarrassed by that but at the time I was like I definitely listen to music that's cool yeah this is an insecurity I still deal with yeah Yeah. well we're all dealing with them well Uh, because Bridget says I've got the music taste of a wedding DJ and that's not true (laughs) I just listen to songs that are popular uh it's uh up for debate but you, know what, you know what if i can't enjoy I, earth wind and fire and casey and the sunshine band and the privacy of my own home i have the taste of music of a like sad 50 year old man so it's yeah. all fun yeah. <laughs> it's all good uh vanessa thank you so much for coming on thank you and for having me with us. 
Uh, tell tell people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on at Ness Gritton. That's N-E-S-G-R-I-T-T-O-N on Twitter and Instagram. And my website is VanessaGritton.com. And I have a fantastic podcast called Brujaha. That's B-R-U-J-A-J-A. If you want to check it out with two other comedians, Anna Valenzuela and Sandy Aravina. And it's a whole mess of fun. So check it out. So you did relinquish Hispanic at the disco. I did relinquish it. Damn. But I'm going to I'm gonna come back when we yeah. do a, a Latinas and pop punk episode because we have to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Please. Uh, yeah, and you can find this podcast on all the social medias at Rough Stuff Pod. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Bridget Tweets. And I'm at Twitter at SK underscore Griffith. Bye. Bye. This has been a Small Beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you!